Wonderful to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? And uh, we're talking about Psalms, and I'd like you to talk to uh, turn to Psalm 103 if you've got your Bibles with you. I hope you have. You need your Bible with you more than you do your phone. Psalm 103, and we're reading from verse 1, and the clock is there. Very good. Psalm 103, verse 1 says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my innermost being, bless his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, for he forgives all your diseases, he heals all, sorry, he forgives all your sins, and he heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. What a wonderful portion of scripture. Today I want to share with you about blessing the Lord, O our soul. This is a psalm of David. And David was actually talking to himself. Anyone here talk to themselves? Oh, come on, we all do. Just as long as we don't do it too out loud. Paul and I have a friend, and he's been doing a little bit of painting for us in our home. And when he's painting and we're not in the room, he talks to himself. And we do stand and get the giggles because he sort of um, goes like this. What did you do that for? I told you not to do that, but you did it anyway. Now, don't do it again. And when we first heard it, we're going, this is a bit weird. But he's in the room painting on his own and then he'll say, he, he, he sort of really talks to himself. He says, I think you can do a better job with that. Why don't you try starting that again? And he just chats away to himself, but he's encouraging himself. He's talking to himself. He corrects himself when he does something wrong. And then he himself answers himself and says, yes, I will do it correctly. <laughs> and first of all, we're going, is this weird? Then I thought, well, I don't know, because when I came to the Psalm 103, David was talking to himself. He was talking to himself. This is a very personal psalm. You know it's good for us to talk to ourselves. Sometimes in the morning we've got to say, will you get up a bed, please? You really need to get up out of bed. You really need to get those children off to school. No, you cannot lay in bed for any longer. You need to get up. And then when you get up, you've actually got to do something. You've got to get the breakfast. We always talking to ourselves. Some of the things that we say to ourselves aren't good. Some of the things we can be the most discouragement that we have can come from ourselves. We can say to ourselves, you're no good, you can't do this, you can't do that. Wow, did you see those, how those people looked at you when you did that? And we know people who can become really depressed and really sad and miserable because of the things that they say to themselves. The Bible in these Psalms, a lot of these men and women are talking to themselves. They're encouraging themselves. We need to encourage ourselves. We need to encourage ourselves in the Lord, not with our words, but with God's word. Because God's word is sure. God's word is powerful. And here we find David. I can just see him sitting on a rock. There's a couple of sheep around him. He's just talking to himself. And he's saying, bless the Lord, oh my soul. He's saying, come on, David. 
What are you worried about those things? Come on, David. Why are you looking at that big black cloud that's on the horizon? Come on, David. Don't worry about what those brothers said to you. Come on, David. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And in our life, we need to be talking to ourselves. We need to be encouraging ourselves to bless the Lord. When things are going well in your life, when things are going right, when everything is just wonderful and marvelous, bless the Lord, oh my soul. When things aren't looking too good, perhaps there's sickness, perhaps something terrible has happened, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. To bless means to praise. It means to reverence. It means to honor. It means to worship, to magnify, to glorify, to adore, exalt, extol, and thank without ceasing our God. Wow. That's blessing the Lord. It's just bringing praise and honor and worship to Him. Because I want to tell you right now, if you're a born-again, Bible-believing Christian, your life is not about you, it's about Him. This church is not about you, it's about Him. Jesus first, ourselves last, and others in between. That's J-O-Y, that makes joy. We used to sing that, Ali Shahadi, she's gone out, out. We used to sing that in Sunday school, J-O-Y, J-O-Y. And I shared that once in a meeting, and I had people come and tell me that that was wrong. Jesus first, yourself last, and others in between. They said, I thought we were first. I said, no, 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 no. These were church people. I said, it's Jesus first. Jesus first. And so here David is speaking to his soul And he's saying, you bless our God. You praise him. Let's reverence him. Let's honor him. I want to worship him. I want to magnify him. I want to glorify him, adore him, exalt him, extol him, thank him without ceasing because he is our God and he's worthy of our praise. Who do we think we are that we don't think God is worthy of 24-7, 12 months of the year, every day of our life, with every breath that we have, that we worship and we honour our God because he's God. He's God. But he's our God. He's our Saviour. He's our Lord. And we go to every place, to every person. We sit down and have a pity party. We worry about things without first going to him. David said, bless the Lord. It's not a Lord. It's the Lord. It's not a somebody he looks like a Lord who acts, who may act like a Lord. But David says, bless the Lord, O my soul. For our God is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the great I Am. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the immortal, invisible, God only wise, and He is supreme. That's our God. Why wouldn't you want to bless the Lord? Why didn't you want to invest the immortal, invisible one? Bless the Lord. We need to bless him. We need to honor him with every breath that we have. So often we can forget God. It, it just never ceases to amaze me how I can get on with my daily life. And there's times where I just forget God. 
But we should always have a sense of his presence, a sense that he is with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's always with us. What our God does for us, he's always there. He cares for you. When we sleep at night, he watches over us. When we're awake during the day, he is with us. In sickness and in health, he is there. Every part of our being, God knows us and he still loves us and he cares for us and he provides for us and he sings over us, the word of God says, with joy. What a wonderful God we have. But we go about our lives with our mouths silent, with our hearts hardened, with our minds empty empty without coming and worshipping, reverencing and praising our God because he's worthy of our praise. He's done everything for us. If God did nothing more for you and I, nothing, that would never happen. But if that happened, he is still worthy of our praise. In the depths of our despair, in the darkest times of our life, he is worthy of our praise. When everything's going great, you're on top of the world. You're going to go out and conquer the world. God is still worthy of our praise. When you've got those average days, God is still worthy of our praise. If the car is going or if it's broken down, God is worthy of our praise. If your emotions are up and then they're down, God is worthy of our praise. It doesn't matter what happens in our life, God is worthy of our praise. His praise should always be on our lips. There should always be a song of praise in our heart to bless our God because he deserves the praise. We have this wonderful opportunity to praise and worship our God. David says, bless the Lord. Bless the King of Kings. Fancy Look, I've never had an invitation to Buckingham Palace. I've never had an invitation to any councillor that lives down where we do at Norlunga, Seaford area. I've never had an invitation to go to Parliament House. I've never had an invitation to go anywhere that's particularly important with anybody. But the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of heaven and earth, the beginning and the end, the Alpha, the Omega, the Saviour of my soul, says I will be with you always and will never leave you nor ever, ever forsake you. Does that not deserve a shout of praise? Does that not deserve a gladness in our heart? Does that not deserve a smile on our face? We should be walking around, smile at people, with people wondering what is going on with that group of people. Because we have the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords with us. It's unbelievable. We need to start believing what the Word of God says. We need to start believing who God says that He is. And David here is encouraging us, he's encouraging himself. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul. This was a very personal psalm for David. And blessing God is a very personal thing for us. Because people don't, we don't see each other in our dark times. We don't see each other in our needy times. We usually see each other when we come to a gathering like this and we've washed our hair and we've got dressed up and we're all smiling and saying, bless you, bless you. But sometimes we're, we're dying inside. Sometimes we're suffering inside. Sometimes we feel that no one's caring, no one knows. But oh, let me give you some good news. God knows. God is always with you. 
He will never, ever forsake you, nor will he ever, ever leave you. He is with you, and he knows you better than you know yourself. Oh, my soul. Our soul is our emotions. It's our thoughts, our actions. It is all that is in me, and it is in me so I might praise him, that I might praise him. It is good for our soul to praise the Lord because our soul needs to know that it is God who loves us and who cares for us. It, our soul needs to know that we are safe in the arms of Jesus. Our soul needs to know that we can depend on his word at all time. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless his holy name. The name of God is holy. The name of God is very, very holy. And yet we should never, ever use his name in anger, in jeering, in jest, or in any swear word. His name is holy. And as we come into his presence, we come in the name of Jesus. We do things by the authority and the power of the name of Jesus. But that name is set apart. The names of God, they are God's name that talk about his character, character, that help us to understand who he is. And we need to keep that, that name holy before us, that we don't use it in a frivolous way. We don't use it with you hear it down the street, people taking the Lord's name in vain. They don't understand what they're doing. If they did, they wouldn't be doing it. We shouldn't use it in jesting and just jeering and just playing around. But bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. For he is a holy God. But this holy God looked down upon his creation. We were dirty. We were as filthy rags before him. And yet he sent his son to this earth to die for you and I that we might now have the privilege, the honour, the joy to go through into the Holy of Holies and to commune with him, that we can cry out. We can just cry out the name of Jesus. We can cry out unto God our Father, and we know that he hears us. He doesn't turn his back upon us. He doesn't turn away from us, but he hears us, and he comes and he ministers to us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, bless his holy name, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgets things? Am I the only one? Oh, thankfully, there's three of us. I think there's a few more. There are a few more. We forget things, don't we? Have you ever got a wonderful, wonderful gift, and you were setting out to write a thank you card, and two weeks later you go, oh, forgot to write the card. Have you ever had something happen and you went to go and thank somebody and you forgot or you had an appointment and you forgot the appointment? You know, we do forget. We are a people who forget. And here, David in this psalm, he says, and forget not. I think David forgot a few things too. 
I think he realized as he was sitting on that hillside, as this wonderful psalm was, as he was singing it, as he was speaking it, bless the Lord, O my soul. And as he was beginning to encourage himself, I think he was saying, oh my goodness, all the things that God has done for me, all the things that God has brought me through, all the things that God has saved me from, the way that he has spoken to me and he has taught me and he loves me and he hasn't given up on me, all those things. And then he says, oh, forget not my soul, all his benefits. Forget not my soul, all his goodness. You know, when things go wrong, we just think the whole world has fallen in on us. But God is with us. God is with us. He never leaves us alone. And we should too not forget the benefits of God, not forget the goodness of our God. Just a few. We have salvation. What a gift. What a gift is salvation. And it's free. Well, not one amen in the place. I'll say it again. I'll come over here. What a gift. What a wonderful gift. Now I looked over there. What a gift is salvation. It's free. Yes. It's, I know everyone gets excited at the cricket, but this is, we're in the house of God. We're allowed to get excited because of what God has done, of what God has done. And he's given us salvation. In fact, you and I would not be here today except for his salvation. I would hate to think where I'd be. Paul and I could be divorced. Ben, the eldest, I don't know. Who knows where Ben would be? <laughs> Probably owning a pizza shop. That could be, I don't know. Who knows where Wesley is? Who knows where Jonathan would be, where Kimberly would be? But here we are all together. We're together in the house of the Lord. Hearing the word of God, fellowshipping together, having some afternoon tea, tea um, what was lunch, whatever it is, lunch after. We're together to honour him. This is a benefit of being a Christian that we have togetherness, that we can minister to each other, we can encourage each other, we can build each other up. So these benefits, the goodness of God, we have salvation, we have care, we have protection. He gives us his wisdom, his love, joy, peace, his goodness, his mercy, his patience. We have stability. The world has no stability. God is the rock. He's bigger than Air's rock. He's the rock, not a rock. It's talking about his stability, about his strength. He's just there. He doesn't move. He doesn't change the word of God says. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never leaves us. He never leaves us. If I was God, I'd leave me. I know me better than you know me. I know me better than Paul knows me. I know me better than Ben knows me. Ben, laugh then. Paul, you didn't laugh. That's good. Ben. But we, he doesn't leave us. He doesn't leave, it, leave us at our worst time. He doesn't go, there goes Gabe and Nathan off again. What are we going to do? Oh, forget her. Put her in that room over there and shut the door. He doesn't do that. He says, well, give her another go. Let's get her back out here again. See what we can do. He doesn't leave us. He never, ever leaves us. And he sings, I love this verse. He sings over us with a shout of joy. God is the only person who's ever sings over me. 
And he does it with a shout of joy. And he sings over you. What a blessed people we are. How can we not forget to bless our God for all that he has done for us? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and bless his holy name. And forget not his benefits, for he forgives our sins and he heals all our diseases. He forgives our sins. In John 1, 29, it says that he takes them away. In Hebrews 10, 17, the word of God says that God forgets them. He forgets them. I can remember some naughty things that Ben did when he was three years old. I haven't forgotten. But I do love him, you know. We, we, as, we don't forget things. We often forget the happy things, but the naughty things we tend to hang on to. But God, he forgets, and he, he, he forgets our sin. How do you forget that? God is God. He's wonderful. He's marvelous. He can forget our sin. Isaiah 43 verse 25 says, He blots our sin out. Isaiah 55 verse 7 says, He pardons them freely. And I love this. In Micah 7 verse 19, it says that God hurls our sins into the deep sea. And I had this wonderful picture of God hurling our sins into the deep sea. God is wonderful. He's marvellous. He forgives our sins and he heals all our diseases. All the commentators are saying that's our spiritual diseases. Do you know that sin, sin works out in our lives, that sin causes pain, sin causes grief, sin, sin causes anguish in our hearts and lives. And there's a weight of sin. Sin adds a weight to our lives. It's a weight that we could not get rid of ourselves. It took the Father to come up with sending Jesus Christ to this world where he died and he shed his blood and his body was broken that we celebrated this morning for our sin, that, that the Father pardons us freely and then he hurls our sin into the sea. He gets rid of the fear and the condemnation and the guilt. He gets rid of the double-mindedness. He gets rid of the living always in the past, always looking back to our failures, always looking back to what we should have done, what we could have done. All those things that come and they, they, they just add a weight to our lives. He also speaks to our future. Often sin causes us to feel like we haven't got a future, that we're not good enough, we're never going to make it. Suicide rates are up high because people think they haven't got a future. But when the sins are taken, away those diseases that weigh us down. The weight of sin is like a huge rock and it just pulls us down, down, down until we are drowning in the sea of sin. But he the Holy Spirit comes and he says, no, you do have a future and it's a good future and it's a bright future. Broken relationships, things, families, people that has just turned into a mess, just turned into an absolute mess. How is this going to be fixed? Broken relationships can be restored. 
Sometimes we just feel as though we've fallen into a pit and we can't get out. Remember, Joseph was thrown into a pit. The pit wasn't this high. The pit was so high that even men could not climb out of it. That's what sin did to our lives. We were in a pit and we couldn't get out of it. It's the weight of sin. But Psalm 103 says, To bless the Lord, O my soul, bless his holy name, and forget not all his benefits, for he not only forgives, gives our sins, but he heals all those sinful diseases. He takes the weight away. He takes the weight off our lives so that now we can live free and we can soar as eagles' wings. Next one. He redeems our life from the pit. To redeem means to buy back. We can't get out of a pit, but On our own, we just can't do it. We're crawling, we're scratching, we're falling back down. We cannot get out of the pit. But here the psalmist says that he redeems our life. He redeems our life from the pit. He buys us back. Redemption is buying something back. And God sent his son. He did not send an angel He did not send another human being, but he sent his own son. I love you all so much. But if I had to send Ben, our eldest son, to save you, I don't think I could. I'd want to. I'd feel for you. But this is my son. This is my son, not your son, my son, our son. This is my boy. This is our firstborn. I love you, but I think I'm going to find someone else. I'm going to find another way. But God the Father sent his son for you and for me. What an amazing price. What an amazing father. What an amazing son. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases and redeems your life from the pit. And he crowns you, he crowns you with love and compassion. What a beautiful picture. As I look out, you are all sitting with crowns on your head. Every single one of you have a crown on on your head. And it's a crown of love and compassion. We need to wear our crown that God himself has crowned us with. We need to wear our crown of love and compassion wisely and in a worthy manner. I'll say that again. We need to wear the crown of love and compassion that our Father has given us wisely And in a worthy manner. Next in verse 5 it says, And he satisfies your desires with good things. We all have many desires, many wants, many needs. But it's only God who will satisfy our desire with God's things, good things. And that's because God is good. And God is good all the time. God is just good. In him, there's no shadow of turning. There's no black and white. God is good. 
And so he cannot but help to give us good things because God is good. So all the things he gives us are good. And so he does, it, he does a good work in us and through him. And if we know him, if we have him, if we want him, if we will have all the good things that we need because God is good. He can't do anything else because God is good. God is good. God is good. No wonder David in this psalm is going, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. How good is our God? And then the word of God says down here, and then our youth will be renewed like the eagle. Wow. If you're 12 years old, you're not going to worry about this. If you're a little bit older, you will. Our youth, our spirit will be renewed like the eagle. The eagle molts every year and looks fresh and new and young again. So after an eagle molts, when you see it flying, it doesn't look like the old eagle. It looks fresh and it looks new and it's young. And they can fly higher than the storm. They can soar above the storms. And they're strong and they're fearless. And their eyes have a sharp, clear vision. And Isaiah chapter 40, reading from verse 27, the Word of God says this, Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel, that my way is hidden from the Lord and that my cause is disregarded by my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard the Lord God is the everlasting God, the creator of all the ends of the earth, and he will not grow tired, he will not grow weary, and his understanding no one can fathom, but he gives strength to the weary. He increases the power of the weak. Even the youths and grow tired and they grow weary. Even the young men stumble and they fall. But those who hope, in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will renew their strength. God will renew our strength. And he does more than that. He renews our strength so that we can soar on wings like eagles. We can soar on wings like eagles. Not the poor little bunny running around here on the ground, but an eagle. You and I, have the ability from God himself as eagles when storms come into your life and trouble begins to surround you. Don't sit on the ground looking at them. Take off and soar above the storm into the presence of God and bless the Lord, O oh, your soul. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul. And so here the scripture says, the youths grow tired, they grow weary, the young men stumble and fall. But if we will hope, if we will wait in God, he renews our strength and we will soar on wings like eagles. And more than that, we're going to run. I don't run. You know, in those races at school, I was still coming while recess was on. I could walk, but to run, I did get fourth once, but there are only four in the race, but I'm hanging with that. I got fourth. But the Bible says we're going to run and here's more blessing and not grow weary. My goodness. Amen? Come on. You want to bless the Lord. We want to bless the Lord. I'm not speaking here. Just I want to bless the Lord by sharing his word so we can bless the Lord. Because it's about blessing the Lord. I got blessed when I read the word because I started to bless the Lord. And when we start blessing the Lord, 
There's a confidence that grows. We begin to know our God in a more intimate way. We begin to know him in a very deep and personal way. And so here it says, they're going to run and they're not going to grow weary. And if you are walking, you're not going to faint. This, this little psalm. I've only done, I don't know how many verses. Anyway, however many there are, five verses or so. It's full of riches. It's full of treasures. We need to take it. We need to read it. We can sing it. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Sing it. Sing it in the car. No one's listening. Sing it in the shower. Encourage yourself. Encourage your own heart. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Here it says that we will walk. And we will not faint. As I finish now, Psalm 103. Praise the Lord. Bless, praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all my inmost being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. For he forgives all your sins. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. And he crowns you with love and compassion. He satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. May our affections bless him by loving what God loves. May our desires bless him by seeking only his glory. May our thoughts bless him by meditating on his word. Let your hope bless him by looking and longing for the glory that is to be revealed. And let every word Let every word, let every breath, let every step, let every action bless him by its truth and every act of integrity. I'm going to join with David every moment, every day of my life. And I'm going, if you see my mouth going, I'm talking to myself. And I'm going to say, Gabe and Ethan, bless the Lord, O my soul. And everything that is within me, bless his holy name.